and especially at times when people are experiencing Yisurim. So it's a question which isn't far from people's minds. So I thought instead of going right already tonight, we should uh, maybe revisit the topic of Yisurim and explain it a bit more. Branching out from what we saw last week, which was the Gons Pirush on the Pasuk, to a bit of a more broad perspective, let's say, on the on the ideas that we spoke about. So a one-minute revision of what we saw, and we'll use that as a springboard to go later. We saw there's a difference between what's considered Teichacha and what's considered Musar. Teichacha being a warning, and the point of a warning is that it's before punishment. A warning is before a person sunk to the level that he deserves to be punished, before he's done enough bad that he needs to suffer for it. And what's the nature of the warning? So, like the God says, ideally, Bedibur. At a time when there were Nevi'im, so the Tzichacha was administered by the Navi. He would come and warn people that you're doing the wrong thing, and if you're going to continue like this, there's going to be an Einish. And the Nevi'im used their powers to try and persuade Klaish very explicitly. And that was Begadu Tzichacha. When there's no longer Nevi'im, so like we saw last time, so Hashem has to use something to wake a person up and give him that message, that warning. And uh, normally it's something which a person, if he thinks about something which goes wrong, something which doesn't work out the way he wants, something which might even be looked at as being a punishment, but if a person thinks about it, you'll see it as a message. That's what Hashem's trying to use that event which happened to him as the way to warn him, as a way to show him he's doing something wrong. And the main point is when a person gets such a warning, he should take it. Don't uh, be tokets. Don't uh, despise the warning. Because if a person does despise the warning, then it's going to get to the second step, which is the punishment. And like we said, even Musa Hashem bin Yaltimas, even the punishment, the person shouldn't feel he's been rejected because it's Ochavis bin Yirtzah, like the Vagon explained. The punishment is also coming. It was the best thing to do for the person in the circumstances. Barry should suffer here. Barry should get punished here. Barry should deal with the burden of, so to speak, guilt he has in this world and not in And therefore, punishment in this world is also a sign of affection of Hashem, even though it's more difficult to bear. And the point of punishment isn't necessarily the warning. It's the finality. It's a person uh, has gotten to the level where he has to be punished. Like the Khorban, like any other major misfortune. That's what we saw in the Gun. And we asked the question, and that is, how does a person know when he sees something? Is it Begadah Techacha? Or is it uh, the warning? Or is it Begadah the punishment? Is it Begadah the finality? Now, that's what we spoke about last week. And what people asked during the week, which are also valid points, which need to be addressed if you're going to broaden the, the topic and discuss it more fully. And that is, we find two other options of why people suffer misfortune or where things don't work the way they want it to. From the a minor, things not working the way they want it, to serious illness, uh, loss of family or friends or financial reversals, whatever the other natures of, of the Yisurim, the Muslim might be. And the other two reasons we find, the number one is the concept of Nisayan, something which is a concept of the Hashem's testing a person. And number two, you call Okay. That's uh, before we try and work out which is which. 
I think the more logical thing to do first is try and define those two topics. What's the gather of Yisurim Shal Avo? Why is it such a thing? And what's the gather of Nisayin? We've already defined. Tichacha is a warning. It's not the final punishment. It's a warning to prevent a person, so to speak, suffering the punishment. And uh, the punishment is just coming as a finality because that's uh, the way to mitigate, so to speak, the onish of Adam Abba by punishing him in this world. So that would be, that would be Magdir. There's Techacha, there's the Nizisir. Punishment. Now let's talk about the other two. What's the gather of a Nisayan? And what's the gather of Yisrael Shalava? And what's the difference between them? And then we can try and work out in the situation which of the four it is. Let's talk about Nisayan first. What's the get of Nisayan? The get of Nisayan is, understandably, that a person has been given an opportunity to grow. A person has been given an opportunity to grow. And people grow more when they have to work harder. And therefore, when any time a person has to expend more effort, or has more difficulty in growing, that's the time he's going to grow more. Because growth comes through effort. Now, I, I'm quoting the Chaznish on this in the Mundabitachon. The Chaznish writes there that therefore Nisyonus don't have to be things going wrong. Anytime something is more difficult to do and I do it, it's Begeda Nisyon. In other words, it's something which I have to work harder or try harder to achieve. And therefore, if I normally find it easy to have the Gemara, I normally have no problem sitting and focusing for a whole state or whatever it might be. And now I find it much more challenging. The fact that I have to put more effort and I have to try harder to do the same thing is because it's harder, to, it's taking more effort on my part, more commitment, more, more dedication, so I'm going to grow more from it. That's uh, the marshal which was really given by many, many mishkichim, but it's a good marshal. And that is when a person is riding a bike and you're riding downhill, you go much faster. But the you're doing much less exercise. When you ride Apple, you ride much slower, but Lemaise, you're getting much more sort of a workout, so to speak. It's much more effort involved. And therefore, it's the same idea. When things which a person wants to do are easy for him, when things which a person wants to are easy for him, so yes, he feels like he's, he's achieving more, but he's growing less. When a person has to work harder, it's true he feels he's slowing down, but Lemaise, he's, he's growing more. And I'm just going to throw in a few words of chizuk from what I've also heard from a number of uh, people, specific even here in the in the shir. And that is, a lot of people feel that in this last year, uh, since Corona has affected everybody, they've their learning's taken a big hit. Whether it's in terms of asmada, whether it's in terms of chavrosas, whether it's in terms of focus, whether it's in terms of achievement, that's true. But on the other hand, it's riding uphill. Which means it's true a person doesn't feel they've achieved as much as normal when it was easier, when it was more straightforward, when things, were, so to speak, weren't as complicated or as challenging. So it's true that there's more of a challenge to learn. And the person's riding uphill. You might feel he's done less or it's harder to achieve as much. But Lemay said that's the case, he's actually growing more. Because uh, the effort which is necessary to do the same thing is much more. And therefore, effort causes growth. Therefore, the get of Nisayin. The get of Nisayin is to give up a person opportunity to grow. And therefore, instead of making things easy for him, 
things are more difficult, and when things are more difficult, when things are more difficult, then it, he has to work harder to grow. Okay. What kind of Yisrenes are there? There's some Yisrenes, together, but it doesn't affect the person, so to speak, himself. Just as the surrounding circumstances change, and therefore it's harder to do what he was doing before because the matter in the world, whatever it is around him, that's one kind of insight. In some Nishanas which affect the person himself. It's harder to focus on davening when a person's not feeling well. It's harder to learn when a person uh, has all kinds of uh, tears in his mind about how he's going to pay his bills. Whatever it's going to be. These all begin in Nishanas. Is all together in Nisyanus. Now, whoever thinks of Nisyanus, we think about the Nisyanus of Avraham Avinu. We need to understand, the Nisyanus of Avraham Avinu were in a slightly different category. And that is, it was something, so to speak, out of the ordinary of Avraham's routine, which was presented in Nisyan. Whatever the Nisyan was. Most times, people today don't face that kind of a Nisyan. Most times, the Nisyanus people have today is to makayim the Torah mitzvahs, which they're meant to makayim anyway, just in more difficult or more trying circumstances. And the reason for that is, is because we don't have Naveen. And therefore, no one's going to tell us that we now have to do something different to what we did before. We wouldn't, how, how are we meant to know about that? And Hashem came to Abraham as a Navi, and Hashem said, and Hashem said, bring us to Mizbech, and Hashem said, give yourself a bris or whatever else it's going to be. And I'm not minimizing the difficulty of the test of Avram, but it could be something different because there was a nevoh to tell him what to do. But for us, and some, some, some things is very straightforward if you think about it. We don't have Naveen. So no one's going to imagine on their own new mitzvahs or new chiyovim. And therefore no one's going to be presented with a nisayin of something which isn't already mechayiv. Because who's going to mechayiv that? And therefore the get of our nisayin is today is to do things, or to keep doing things, which we were doing anyway, or which we were meant to do anyway. Even if we hadn't been doing what we were meant to do. But we were meant to do it anyway. It's, it's all the halakha, it's all the first. We went to Makai the Mitzvah, we went to Makai the Mitzvah, we went to do Chesed, we went to Daven, we went to learn, we went to keep Shabbos. Nothing new. New Shonis aren't new things. There's no Navi, there's no new Torah to Makai of us more than we already Makai Which means, Nishonis, all, what Nishonis work in the category is, of making it more difficult to do what we have to do. And again, the point of an Yisrael is to give us the opportunity to grow more. Let's take another example. If I happen to find myself um, in the company of wonderful people, who I get on with fantastically well, and they're all big by their midas, and I think my matter of Ben Haver is fantastic. I've never fought with anybody on the contrary, I've never raised my voice in the last six months, and everything's wonderful. It's true, but it's easy. Hashem's put a person in the matter where he isn't facing any challenges in that area, and therefore it's not hard, so to speak, to to mekayim one's chiyovim in part as well on the But then a new neighbor moves into the building, or a new roommate in the dorm, or somebody who is involved in some other way in your life. And it's a person who you don't get along with, it's a person who is a very hard person to work with, or who himself has bad medicine, whatever other reason it's going to be. And now, it's much more challenging 
to, so to speak, maintain that same level of Ramana because it's somebody who is very hard to to act politely, nicely, kindly to. That's Nisayan. That's Nisayan. The Chiyub is the same. The dinner of Ramana Khaveri applied to an easygoing person just like they apply to a, a brazen, arrogant, brash person. It doesn't make a difference. It's just more difficult. Is a person going to have to work on his mirrors more about how he talk, how he manages to control himself when speaking to somebody he doesn't get along with more than somebody he does, of course. That's Nisayan. Okay, so therefore the Geda of Nisayan. I'll give you a few examples. I think it's clear to everybody. The Geda of Nisayan is to make it more difficult for a person to do what he has to do because that provides him with the ability to grow. Now, last thing, Yisurim Shalavu. So number one, let's start with the Gemara. The Gemara says, what are Yisurim Shalavu? And the Gemara brings two shittas. The one shittah is Yisurim which don't bring about Betel Torah. And the second shittah is Yisurim which don't bring about Betel Tefillah. So Gemara in Brachas and the Aleph. And the Gemara brings a pasuk for each one. Asha Isha Sheti Yisraelu Ka Uteraschal Taram Deinu. So he said, even as Tiasrenu, Hashem is giving him Yusurim, but it's still Mitaraschot Ramdenu, he can still learn Torah. And the other one brings the Pasuk of Baruch Hashem Hesir Chastoi Utfilasi Meimi. That even though a person is suffering, but Hashem didn't take away the ability to daven. Now, this is a Yusite. Therefore, the Geda of Yusurim Shalavu is in something which isn't going to interfere with the person's mitzvah observance. Torah learning, Yerushalayim, Tefillah, or anything else. Why? And this is the Yisrael we spoke about in a number of different Vadim, and we'll repeat it again. And that is the Aleph base of what we're meant to do. The blueprint of what we, how we're meant to grow. The, the Derech which we're meant to be Oyle is by keeping the Torah and doing the mitzvahs. There isn't another Derech. And therefore, to say that Yusurim are going to make me grow, there's no benefit in Yusurim as Yusurim if it's going to cause me to do le- learn less Torah or do less mitzvahs. That's counterproductive. The Ica way to grow is Torah or mitzvahs. Yusurim shall have a can't take away from that. And therefore, the Gemara says, best about the truth. about the truth. If the Yisurim are causing a person to minimize his commitment in other areas of what he's doing, then not Yisurim Shalava. Okay. So what are Yisurim Shalava and what's the point of them? So there's two explanations over here. The one explanation for Yisurim Shalava, what the Ramchal says in Derech Hashem, towards the end, is a principle of a person, so to speak, can not just help himself, he can help Klai Yisrael. Let me explain. Klayishol, besides for being judged, each individual on his own, as a person, Klayishol also judged as a unit. There's a din of Arvus, there's a collective judgment and a collective responsibility. And if that's the case, besides for the din of the individual, and I want to say this in a way which is very clear, because uh, people who have gotten confused by other religions or ideas often mix up this point. 
besides for a person's individual responsibility to Hashem for what he's done. And nothing in the world is going to change a person's individual cheshbon with Hashem. That's his, that's his din v'cheshbon, and he's going to be responsible for that and nobody else. There's a second point also, and that is the balance of Klai Yisra. The balance of Klai Yisra. And Klai Yisra collectively where they're holding. And now we have a problem. And the problem is like this. If there is an element in Klai Yisra which is doing Averis, then there has to be a balance of enough Klai Yisra who are doing mitzvahs. So that the, on the grandest scale of Klai Yisrael collectively, Klai Yisrael Tzadikim. And if that's not the case, if it's not the case, then Hashem is to find a different way to take away from the communal, so to speak, debt of a very of Klai Yisrael. Because otherwise Klai Yisrael collectively is going to be Nigzar as a shrine. Chas v'shalom. Again, I'll repeat that point. If on the, in the bigger picture, on the macro level of Klai Yisrael together, there's a Rav Shuyas, then Klai Yisrael are collectively Nidan as Tadikim. If Chas V'Shalom, Klai Yisrael all together, collectively, there's a Rav Averis, then Klai Yisrael should, should be judged all together as Rishon. And we don't want that to happen. So if there aren't enough Shosim to balance the Chavis, what's the other option Hashem has? He has to find a way to minimize the chayvus of Klai Yisrael. He has to find a way to minimize the chayvus of Klai Yisrael. And the way to minimize chayvus is Yisurim. But, and here's the point. To give Yisurim to the people who deserve the Yisurim isn't helping the communal picture. So to speak. If they, if they have Yisurim, it's better than paying back their personal debt. And therefore, if you're looking at Klai Yisrael collectively, and we have to deal with the various of Klai Yisrael collectively, if one has to give Yisurim, it's to somebody who doesn't deserve the Yisurim. Because that takes off the... It's not, it's not coming for his personal cheshbon. Then the Yisurim are coming to, so to speak, lessen the, the burden of Avera of Klai Yisrael as a whole. Again, this doesn't absolve in the person who did the Avera. He has a personal debt to Hashem that's not going to change. The idea of Tadikim suffering for the Dar means for the collective level of the Dar. Because the Tzadik suffering, which isn't deserved by himself, works to Mechapar and Klai Yisrael as a whole. Says Ramchal, that's the idea of Yisurim Shal'avu. Yisurim Shal'avu is the person takes, is willing to accept Yisurim, so to speak, not for himself, not for himself, but as a, as a sacrifice for Klai Yisrael. But then again, if it's in a way which is going to interfere with his learning Torah, in a way which is going to interfere with his Kiyama Mitzvahs, then it's possibly not worth it. He's doing more damage than harm. Because Lemaise, his Tchusim will, will also add to the benefit of Klai Yisrael. I'm repeating what I said before. Schusim do more than Yisurim. Adding Schusim to the scale is a better way of dealing with the pro- with the imbalance, so to speak, than trying to suffer for your various. And therefore, 
Yisurim which take away a person's ability to do mitzvahs are definitely not Yisurim Shalava. That's not helpful. That's unhelpful. He might be suffering, but you're losing more than you're gaining because he's not adding to Klai Yisrael's chosim that way. And therefore, going back to the Gemara, anything which comes with a bittel tairo, a bittel tefillah, a bittel mitzvah, whatever it's going to be, is not forgetting Yisurim Shalava. That's the first issue in the Gemara. Okay, so let's start with the Shemchal first. And that's what we've seen so far. Therefore, let's uh, sum up and then we can try and work on which category things are in. There's Techocha, there's warning, there's punishment for the individual. Or, if it's punishment which everybody's suffering, then it's because everyone deserves to be punished. That's two. There's Nisyanus. That's three. And number four, there's what's called Yisrael Mishalava. Based on what we've explained it until now. In most cases, it's not hard to see which one something is. And let me explain. What what kind of Yisurim are we talking about? In other words, if it's something which affects my ability to learn to do mitzvahs that I was doing before, then I can rule out the possibility of Yisurim Shalava. If it's something which it's not possible, not a fact, but it's not possible in the circumstances, so to speak, for me to do what I was doing before, then it's not an Nisayan. The point of Nisayan is to make it harder for me, but I can still achieve. If it becomes impossible for me to achieve, that's not Nisayan. <laughs> then, then it has to be one of the other two categories. Let me give an example. Like I said, if it, Hashem makes a matter where it's harder for a person to learn, he can. It's just more difficult. He has to deal with financial problems. He has to deal with uh, interpersonal fights with whoever it's going to be. He has to deal with health issues. He has to deal with uh, political instability. Whatever it's going to be. Issues with his children. doesn't make a difference. These things are things which make it harder for a person. It's still possible to learn. It's just harder. That's the sign. And that is, you'll, and it's true, it's, it's, it's cycling uphill. You'll probably achieve less, but you'll grow more. If it's still possible. If it's not possible. Take, if it's not taking possible. Taking your child to the, doc, to the doctor for fever is called what? Uh, it, it, a little bit depends on a bit more on Pratim. In other words. If it's a stomach nuisance, that I have to take Vanastarium to go to the doctor. Okay, so then it could be any of them. It could be none of them. It could be other things as well. If it's something which is going to have no other option, but it's going to have to stop me learning for today, so then it's not any sign. There's nothing to do about it. If I think I'm the kind of person that I could learn in the doctor's office also, yes, it's more challenging. It's much easier to learn a base medrash that I could learn it too. Then it might be any sign. If it's not shaykh, then it's not an Nisayin. There's not an Nisayin which I can't deal with. The point of Nisayin is to provide me a challenge which I can deal with. There has to be something else. Now, let's go to the next step. How do I know if something is in Begedr a warning or is Begedr a punishment? Normally. I can't say it's 100%, but normally. The difference between them is, is it something which can go, which is reversible? If it's something which happens but it's reversible, 
it's more likely to be a warning. Because the point of the warning isn't to punish. The point of the warning is to wake me up to something. And then if I wake up, things will go back to what it was like before. Something which is irreversible is a punishment. No, 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 somebody's nifter. Let's forget a punishment. Punishment for who is a question, but it's a punishment. It's irreversible. It's not something which that person can come back to continue. It's not that he's been given any sign. Now, I didn't say every time a person dies is a punishment. The person is only, it could be a punishment for people are only given a certain amount of time to live in this world. I'm saying when a person looks at which of the four categories, how we define punishment, it's something irreversible. Finality. And that's exactly what Yirmiyah Anavi said at the end of Eicha. He saw the Chobron of the Bayes Rishon, and it's something which won't come back. Bayes Shani wasn't Bayes Rishon. There was no Shechina, there was no Aaron Vitamin, there was no Aaron Kodesh, there was no comparison to the level of Bayes Rishon. And that's what Yirmiyah says, Ki Mois Mastonu. Mois Mastonu, it's utter rejection, punishment. There's no way forward from here. We've been punished. It's like a mess. The Eleno. That uh, ultimate punishment is not that there's no way to reverse the punishment. Mashainkin, something which goes wrong, but it could be reversed. It could change. That's more likely to be, not more likely, it's more it's possible that's in the Gedev The person's getting a warning. This can happen to you. It doesn't have to. If a person learns a lesson then it won't. But it's 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 there as something which is a warning. And therefore, when something happens which is possibly reversible, a person finds out later that he's sick. He could be cured. A person has a certain problem, whatever nature the problem is. But it could be solved. So that's more likely to be a techach. Because a techach is a warning. If you don't understand the lesson, if you don't change, then you're going to get punished. But if you do, then everything will go back to normal again. So something which a person sees as having an option to change, the way to deal with it is take it as a warning. And then why? Because then it gives us something to do. It gives us something to do. But the way we look at it is, let's try and see what we need to do to change, and then things will get better. There's nothing to do when a person's been punished, except to be tzirukadin. There's no way forward. And therefore, if there is still a potential that things can change, we always look at it at first as a techach, as a warning. That's like what the Gemara says. If a person sees his story and my love, the first thing is the fashion from myself. Look to see what could be the reason for it. The fashion from myself, the fashion from myself, whatever, both of them. Because that's the techach. If a person can find, ah, I understand what I did wrong, and therefore I know what to do to correct it, good. So I see that as techocha, and then I can reverse the problem by, by, by fixing it up. If it's a problem which I can't fix, and there's no point being emotional for myself, and there's nothing to do, well, it's, it's been done. That's oinish. Says the Gemara, if a person was mafashish for myself, and he didn't find anything wrong, then it can be told either the Gemara is a bit Torah, which means that Avery didn't think about it, or he wasn't aware of enough, or now the Gemara says it's the Sumer That could be. 
Yisurim could be Shlom Shlavo unconditionally, like I said, that it's on the big on the bigger picture, it's beneficial. Yisurim Shlavo onto Tichocha. It's not a din. It's not a warning for this person to do better. He's done nothing wrong. Yisurim Shlavo beged is something which comes to Mechaper and Klal Yisrael. Like I said, the first person Mahalach Darim Pazel Chalik. On the condition that it doesn't affect what a person is doing. The best example of this is the Gemara Rabbi Ranasi. He suffered a toothache, the Gemara says, for 12 or for 13 years. It didn't interfere with his learning. It probably made it more difficult. It's definitely pain. But it didn't stop him learning. It didn't stop him becoming Rabbi Ranasi. But on the other hand, it was Mechapur and Klai Yisra. The Gemara says, in those 12 or 13 years, no, no lady ever miscarried. Which means that, that what needed was needed for Klai to suffer, so to speak. Whatever it is they had or might have done, so the Yisur of Rabbi Yudha Nasi, so to speak, worked for that. That is Samish Lava. Where was Azhar over there? It was his punishment, know that he was a Mirachim on the. So I said, it's punishment for the door. That's way out of proportion for the fact that he was a Mirachim on the on the, on the, she, on the calf. We said last time that he wanted to be Mikadish and Shemayim, that he's still a Tzadik. Sorry? He said last time that he wanted to be Mikadosh Shemayim that he's still a tzaddik. Even though when I'm punishing him, it doesn't mean that he's a rasha. He's still, that's why everybody still had a bracha. 100%. That, that's the second Malachim Shemayim which I was going to get to. What I said last time, the, of uh, Mikadosh Shemayim, what I said this time is this from Malachim Shemayim, but it's the same you said. And that is the person's not being punished for what he did wrong. Again, any Yisurim below Alvin. There must have been something to be turned the Yisurim on. But in proportion, because he didn't have Rahmanas on a calf or just getting shafted, he should suffer for thirteen years, that's not the that's not the coming to Mahapa for him. That's coming to Mahapa for Kla Yisrael. And that, that would be an example of Shlava. We only use the explanation I gave today of the Ramakal because it changes the balance of death. If you want to use the example I gave last week, the other Mahalach in Shlava, which means Kiddush Hashem, they're both good. They're both they're both real um, real explanations. But I'm just trying to set up what the difference is. So again, if a person can can see a situation which is of difficulty, a situation of problem, a situation of punishment which is coming to him, but it's something reversible, the first way to look at it is, is there something which I can see what I've done wrong and I can fix it up? If it's something which is later and irreversible, yeah, then, then obviously it's not coming as a techoch. If it's irreversible, then there must be a punishment. Then I said, the night is just... Uh, to prevent future punishment, the person shouldn't do the same thing wrong again. But it wasn't coming together as horror for what happened now, or what happened so far. If a person checks and he really, honestly, doesn't find he's done anything wrong, so then according to one it can be told that which means yes, he's suffering, but he's in the level of a tzaddik who's done nothing wrong, then the suffering is for Israel, that's one answer. The other option is it could be in the same. And then how do we tell the difference? The Aleph is, and then again, we don't know Darki Hashem. I'm just calling it We don't know Darki Hashem. So we don't always know which one it is. But the Mahalach we have to look at it always is, is first look at it as a Zazhar. Look at it as a warning, as a Tichacha. Because if there is something to fix up, we have to do that first. It's only if we've decided there's nothing for us to fix up. Then we can think, maybe this is maybe this is an insight. But to look at things as a new science is blinding ourselves to the fact that Hashem might be telling us something. And then if we are going to blind ourselves to that option, then we're not going to learn the lesson. We're not going to see what you're meant to be, what you're meant to be understanding. And therefore, 
It might be a Nisayin. It's true, the Gemara text is that also. It might be a Nisayin, it might be a Techach. Sometimes it's clearly a Nisayin. Sometimes it's nothing to do with uh, like a punishment which is negated to the person. Let's say, someone asked me tonight even, uh, are we meant to look at the Corona as a punishment? I don't know. Maybe. But it's definitely not a punishment for the individual. It's a matter which has affected the world. It's a matter which has affected the door. So I, no one's meant to think, well, Corona came to the world because I wasn't enough of a master in getting up for my first aid. It's a much bigger thing than that. Is it an Nisayan for everybody? It could be. It could be. It's a communal Nisayan. Is it an for the door collectively? It could be as well. Is it as horror for the door? It could be there also. But you have to see it in the proportion of what it is. It's definitely not as horror for the person. It's something much bigger than that. And therefore, again, if it's something which the person can say, this has happened to me, therefore it's Mechaev, me to, uh, I'm intimidating a lesson for this personally, yes, that's the first step. Because if a person then is the Yamashish for myself, if he figures out what he's done wrong, then that's he's learned the lesson. If it's something which affects the whole door, so then if a person is looking for what the lesson is meant to be, it's, it obviously has to be something which is negated to everybody. That's why everyone's being affected. And if a person doesn't doesn't have a, a clear direction, so to speak, of what the message coming to teach him, then the next step is meant to be, maybe it's in his life. Then I'm being given this difficulty to make it harder for me so that I can achieve more. Not because I'm, it's coming as a warning for what I've done wrong. Okay, that's uh, pretty much what I wanted to say, just to line up the four options. And I'm saying again, we don't always know. We're not presuming to know that Hashem. We're just working with the logical mahalach, which is the most, for us, and then how we how we meant to respond. Step one is, if it's a warning, then it's the easiest. Look to what Hashem is trying to show you, because if you don't, you're missing the point. It's only after I've ruled out step one as being an option, I've checked and I can't think of anything, then I can either look at it, like I said, as an isayin, or maybe, as if I'm, if I'm really a tzaddik, as a yisim shalab. And that's if it, that's in those all cases where things could change. The din of Oynesh is something which can't change. Then Hashem isn't giving us an option that then they can change after to their change it. Then it's given as a punishment, and then whatever the punishment was is over. So that's what we want to talk about tonight. Let's show next week. We'll go back to Mishnah again.